Winston Churchill said, difficulties mastered are opportunities won. Sean Swarner said, want to feel wealthy? Take away everything money can buy and look at what you have left. Brian Tracy said, move out of your comfort zone. You can only grow if you're willing to feel awkward and uncomfortable when trying something new. Natalie Goldberg said, stress is an ignorant state. It believes that everything is an emergency. Nothing is that important. Welcome to Make Shit Happen, episode number 26. Our guest today is Lolita Guarin. Lolita Guarin is a stress management expert, certified coach, author of the book, Crush Stress While You Work, multiple online course creator and speaker. After overcoming health issues due to a stressful work environment, she found simple ways how to manage stress naturally without medicating herself. In this episode, Lolita shared with us how to relieve stress. Lolita resides in Houston, Texas, where she continues to teach, write, and speak to busy professionals how to overcome stress and burnout. Welcome to Make Shit Happen. Today, my guest is Lolita Guarin. Lolita is a stress management expert. Lolita uh, also wrote a book called Crush Stress While You Work. Uh, Lolita, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Well, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm delighted to be here. Lolita, thank you for taking the drive. I know these are crazy times and... You know, I, I really appreciate you coming in and uh, we keeping social distancing <laughs> while we right. talk. So, Lolita, tell me a little bit about you. Tell us, tell us, uh, our listeners, our people who are watching you, who who are you, what you do. Tell us a little bit about this book that you wrote, Crush Stress While You Work. And, you know, right now, stress is so important. So but let, tell me a little bit about what you do. So um, my uh, full name is Lolita Shesnovichutia-Gorin. And if you're wondering what is that soup of letters in the middle means, it's my maiden name. And I'm originally from Lithuania. And I came here in the U.S. And back in 2000, and as a, I came as an au pair. So um, I was a nanny, and three years old was my English teacher, you know, because I came knowing very little English and knew actually French at school. So, yeah, she will put her arms on her waist, waist and said, no, it's not put your socks on, put your socks on. And, <laughs> you know, that's where I get all my English from. So if I say something, that's the three years old in me talking. But um, so um, when I came here, um, obviously I wanted to achieve my American dream. And so I went to school and, and then my parents came. They won a green card lottery. So oh, wow. they became residents, now they're citizens. It's, it was just amazing that I just came in and they like a month later, my mom calls and she's like, hey, how's it going? And she's calling me and that's very weird because back in the day, it was very expensive to call to US. So right. I said, oh, okay, well, you're not crying and you're in a good mood. Uh, you won Green Card Lottery, guys, did you? And she said, yes, we did. So they came here. I'm, I'm very fortunate because I'm only one child. So it's very important for me to have my parents here. Um, so then I stayed here instead of going back as all au pairs should be going back. And so I went to school here and continued my uh, my studies, I already have a bachelor's degree in geography back from Lithuania. So I thought I can make some maps here and the mapping software just became very popular here. So I went back to school and that's where I met my husband and we got married and I went to work for the corporate America. And obviously, like all of us want to achieve American dream, we work very hard overtime and no lunches, weekends, and I wanted to prove myself to my supervisor that I can do more and I wanted to learn more. 
So basically, I almost was working like 60 hours a week. Obviously, I had no time to exercise. My health was deteriorating. Um, what I would eat, donuts and leftover pizza in the lunchroom. And um, it got to the point that I was so stressed out that um, my body just couldn't take it anymore. I just dropped on the floor in the kitchen in the middle of the night and had to be rushed to emergency room. Wow. Because it's just uh, the stress, the hormones, the everything is just... Um, and that was the diagnosis. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a young person. It's like, how could this happen to me? And I had friends, they will say, oh, come on, just go to the doctor. They will give you some pill and you'll be fine. And I'm like, well, I, I don't want to medicate myself. I mean, it has to be a better way. Obviously, we live with stress all our lives through all generations, right? And so um, I started looking for ways how you can manage your stress um, naturally and it doesn't take you that much time to do it and you don't end up collapsing at the end of it. And so I had lots of books, workshops, teaching, coaching, anything. And, and I was so passionate to share this information with others because I started applying in, during my day. And of course, the results were amazing because I didn't collapse at the end of it and I was productive. And I was like, wow, actually, if I'll take break and I take care of myself, I can uh, do better my job. I could be a, a better a person. I could have more patience towards my spouse, towards my friends. And so uh, I, I remember I was in some party and a lady says, oh, you know, you have so much to give. You should be a coach. And I'm like, coach? Never thought about that. And um, so I thought that would be a great idea. I love teaching others and to share how I can, you know, let all of this knowledge out so we all can just be less stressed. And uh, so I um, I got certified as a life coach and also stress coach. And uh, I start coaching clients and this is how this book came along because um, every time when I start the coaching, we do the test, like the test, I want to see where are the stress levels and what's the goal and and then I will give them advice as what to do, but I realized that just repeat myself over and over. So I created a book, Cross uh, Stress While You Work. It's full of tips and tricks, and um, it's just a really good book for someone just pick up and say, you know, I, I kind of feel I could use some stress relief right now. You just can pick up the book and you can just flip through pages, read something that doesn't even take you that much to read, and just apply it. And I believe her, and you don't have to spend all your day on stress managing. You know, I have clients who they say, oh, you know, I don't have time for this. It's like, yes, you do. I mean, just closing your eyes for two minutes, you can do this. It's only just takes that you need to take action. So you need to shift your priorities, but if you cannot help yourself, nobody else can help you. More than that, I, I have clients um, that um, say, oh, uh, just, just, I, I cannot have find it anytime my priority is my family and I'm like okay so let's just say you're not gonna take care of your stress you're gonna get yourself sick then you're gonna be in the hospital who's gonna take care of the family then so by investing that time in your well-being you're helping your family and those that you love yeah so so basically what you are telling your clients is like take care of yourself you know then then otherwise no one is gonna take care of family it's like when you're in the plane and and you know the 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 arrows to say put the mask on before you help the other person and and exactly. that that is so true in a lot of aspects of life some sometimes we don't understand that you know you can't you know if someone is drowning you're trying to assist them well first you want to save yourself so that's basically what you wanted you your message was to or it is to a lot of your clients say hey save yourself first so you can help your loved ones 
make sure you so that way you don't you know collapse on your kitchen floor and stuff right. like that exactly so what was your thought when you collapsed on the kitchen floor i mean what was what was the afterthought like you know next day you're in the hospital what happened tell me a little bit about that too well first of all i thought how this could happen to me and um for some reason i thought that oh you know it's just old people get sick and you know i will never get there and i'm still young i can i can go and i can push myself forward and i don't need to sleep seven hours at night you know i don't yeah. need to eat healthy i can make this i can do this and that was a surprise to me and i realized whoops you know i'm actually really pushed too hard but the um that was a serious wake-up call when i thought wow if i'm gonna continue going like this i'm just not gonna go for long yeah. and i looked and obviously because i was so stressed i was really like losing my patience and um we had a relationship issues with my husband because i was just so stressed out and you, it's just you know an explosive and so like that's not the place i want to be i want to be healthy i want to have a happy marriage i want to take care of my family i want to take care of my friends and i need to do something and very quick and so Lolita, we see this all all over right people are you know severely stressed at work they come home they take the stress you know they take their frustration out on their partners on their kids what what do you think about that i mean and how do you people who are listening if everybody's thinking hey listen everyone has stress okay i have stress angel who's recording has stress people who are listening to us right now they all have stress can you share something with us that maybe like a simple tip that we can it will relieve our stress right away or maybe an exercise Yes, I actually have qu quite a few exercises that you can do. And um, first of all, we need to just stop. We just go, 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 go. And especially right now, we are so consumed with any news about the virus. And we just everywhere you look on social media, everything is saturated. So we need to, first of all, just kind of like stop and think only where you are right now and take your day by day. Uh, because we, if you are, we are anxious, we will going to make other people anxious and we will pick, pick up that stress from somebody else. So the first thing is just to stop and really just breathe in, breathe out. And um, I want to say a few things about the breathing exercises. I, I've heard so many different breathing exercises that are, oh my gosh, you know, you can breathe in and count to five, then you hold, then you release, then no, you need to count till eight, then, <laughs> then you count till 10. You know, I realized one thing, it really depends on how big are your lungs and how fast you can count. You know, as long as you uh, breathe in deeply and then breathe out, uh, just do five or to 10 times, you automatically will feel more relaxed because when you breathe in, the oxygen reaches your brain and also it slows down your heartbeat. So just breathing in and breathing out and just stopping right there, it will give you a, a quick, fast release. Of course, really, if not for the, not like you're just gonna, it's not a drug, it's just gonna knock you out, you know, but you just need to stop it. But uh, another thing what we all stressing out about is your thoughts, because the thought is such a thing, it's like a train. You, you hear something, let's say from social media or from, from the news and say, oh, no, we have, you know, thousand more infected. And you immediately start thinking, oh, what's going to happen next? And then this is where you, again, you need to stop. Because if you're going to continue thinking, it's just like a train. It's just going to take you over the cliff. And so what I recommend is to have some sort of um, like a stress management tool that you can use that has to do how to manage your thoughts. 
So, for example, I, um, as soon as I start uh, going the negative way, I repeat to myself my affirmation. Now, affirmation is something that you tell yourself that starts I am, and then you attach some word that inspires you or who do you want to be. So, for example, I say, um, I am calm, collected, confident, and in control. And then I just repeat myself this. And really, all of this information uh, doesn't have to be exactly what I just said, the words. Everyone has their own priorities and how they feel, what the place they want to be. And Whatever you can add at the end of I am. Yes. And you just repeat that sentence. And why do you want to repeat this? Because um, as soon as you're going to stop repeating, the negative thoughts will come back again. So you need to repeat something over and over until you feel like you're safe and you can come out of that bubble and say, okay, now I can move on with my day. And again, that could be affirmation or you can um, read uh, your favorite verse or uh, uh, a Bible a verse or something that inspires you. But it has to be positive, you know. And also, uh, you uh, there is there are some um, sentences like, of, uh, for example, the Hoponopono, it says pretty much, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. And you just repeat the same words over and over. They are positive words, and then you repeat them. So uh, one thing is um, when you're repeating those words, also, uh, if you can, and we, we definitely can, it's important to incorporate the physical touch. The brain loves the touch. You know how kids, when they upset, they run for the hug? They want to be comforted. Well, when we grow up as an adults, we we feel like, well, I'm, I'm I cannot touch anyone now. I'm not gonna run to my coworker and say, hey, give me a hug, right? <laughs> or, oh, oh, for God forbid, if I'm going to touch touch myself, my gosh, this is just gonna be so bad. But if you if you don't feel like, um, you know, you don't want to show everyone that now you need a hug, you just can. Um, touch your neck and just massage your neck and that's already touching your body and your brain is already reacting and, and calming down. Or you can massage your, your hands, your fingers, for example. And that's also good if you work all day at the computer and so you have to stop and you know take care of your hands as well. So while you're taking care of those fingers physically, your brain also getting happier. So, so when you get into a place where you feel that stress will make you more anxious just tell yourself the positive sentence and you just massage your neck or your or your hand or your you know just stroke your arms or something that kind of gives you a physical physical touch and you know i have people ask me well how long i should do this well uh, you need to do this until it helps you but i would not think that you will need to do this for half an hour i mean within a few minutes you will see the difference already and if you will um, do this multiple times, your brain will know, oh, this is the stress management tool that I'm going to use. So you will get to the point when, let's say, you sit in traffic and then you get stressed out about the person that comes in front of you and you will automatically will start breathing in deeply and already re you're repeating this, the affirmation to yourself because it will become something that you just can reach in, grab what you need it, get yourself better, get yourself on track, and continue with your day. It doesn't have to take hours. All right. So right now, you know, because with the coronavirus going on, there's a lot of people that are consumed with social media, and a lot of people are glued in front of the news. And, you know, uh, it's just like like if, 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 if me and you were walking, okay, and we see a newspaper and it says, it's going to be sunny and the weather is going to be great, we're probably not going to pick up the newspaper. But if it says... Storms coming and 
you know, brace for shelter. Me and you probably, you know, one of us will probably pick up the newspaper because, you know, we want to read the bad news. And and right now, and media knows that, right. you know, people are attracted to bad news. And that's why people are glued in front of the TV. Now, is the media doing, you know, something that is bad? Well, they, they want to make money. They want to get their doors open, keep their doors open. But, you know, people are getting social anxiety, sitting at home. You can't go nowhere. You want, you glued to the TV, you glued in front, you know, you're, you have your phone in your hand. How can someone, I mean, do you have any tips of how we can deal with this social anxiety? Because social anxiety causes stress right. or anxiety causes stress. And, you know, anxiety causes fear, fear causes stress. So tell me, what, what do you think about that? And how will you, do you have any tips how people can deal with that? Yes. So um, first of all, m- all the news are going to be there anyway. It all depends on your attitude. So if someone is really stressing out, you need to ask yourself, okay, how is my today changed since yesterday? Well, we now and sitting at home kind of thing for a week or so now, and every day is not much really changing. And then you need to ask yourself, am I really in danger this moment? Seriously, is there is like, you know, a tiger waiting and it's gonna catch you now? Most of the time, we are not really in real danger any moment. Mm-hmm. So then you need to remember what the day yesterday looked like. Well, it looked the same as today. Well, and nothing bad happened to you. So you're just going to carry on. Also, um, I'm inviting everyone to take a piece of paper and write it down. Yes. Can you believe it? Writing down. Actually, a brain works better when you're writing things down and relaxes more. So just think about all of those you know, there are stories from all your life, all of those experiences that you had when you were in the situation where you were very afraid and you were um, so scared what's going to happen to you tomorrow. You know, um, you know, you were maybe thinking you're going to lose a job. Um, well, and then you write it down. What really happened at the end of it? You know, you need to remember all of those times that you thought that the worst will happen, but it did not happen. Because we have plenty of those stories. We personally go through them. And we there are plenty of stories that we don't know what will happen next. Like getting in a new relationship. Well, you don't know. There's unknown. Or you're starting a new venture. Well, you don't know how that's going to happen. And it's scary. And so you need to write it down that list. And you need you know, to come up with the most stories as possible. When you thought you're getting a bad health diagnosis. But you didn't. You know, all was fine. Or, or, or you heard... Um, you thought that your kid go, was hurt somewhere on the road because they didn't respond to your uh, to your call, but then turned out that they did, just didn't hear the call. You know, so there are so many worries every day that we personally one by one experience, but we don't think about it as a very big deal because right now we just kind of all in the fear collectively. So it becomes a big deal because we belong to a group. We are humans that love to uh, be feeling safe in the the more people, the better. And now everyone is scared, so we feel, wow, there's no way for me to go if I need help. But we are here for each other. We just need to realize that this stress, we always deal all the time. We just don't have to multiply it in making such a big deal out of it. It is a big deal, but we still can control it. Because if you will just scare yourself, you will be more scared, and it's just not going to go anywhere. Really worrying, another another tip. If you go... Um, you know, during the day and you start uh, feeling you will start worry about your kids, your health, your parents, your job, all of this. Tell you, write it down on a piece of paper 
and then tell yourself, okay, every day at 3 p.m. for 15 minutes, I'm going to worry. So now, which is only 10 o'clock, you're going to tell yourself, alrighty, I'm afraid I will not have a job tomorrow. I'm going to write it down on a piece of paper and I'm going to put it aside. Now comes three o'clock, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to look at the list and I'm going to think, okay, that's what they wrote. I'm going to be, you know, I'm afraid about that. Okay, so what I'm going to do about that? Worry, okay. You, if you're going to worry and worry, that's not going to really make any difference except you will make yourself more sick and stressed out. So that's mean to change that, you need to take action. So for example, let's say that someone is worried that I won't have a job anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is next thing to do? I asking again, they got a piece of paper and brainstorm what is the worst thing that can happen. You know, just the worst thing. Okay, you're going to lose your job. All right. And then what are you going to do? You Maybe you'll ask some friends for help after we're all done with this pandemic. Uh, will you uh, cash out some savings? You know, hopefully stock market will come back so you can cash some 401k or something. You know, what is the worst case scenario? You know, like, okay, maybe was the worst case scenario? Okay, then I pick up my kids and go back to my mom and dad, you know, and then we're going to sell the house. And of course, but then all of this time, this just looks very scary. But uh, as you are... Um, telling this to yourself, you're facing it. So then it's like, oh, you know, I still will survive. You kind of go through those motions of, you know, I still will survive. We still be, we will be okay. Is it, you know, and, and then when you get and you prepare yourself, what I will do if the worst comes to worse, then you feel more safe because like, you know, I already have a plan. I think we can make this. And if you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make this. I don't know what to do. Then this is the moment when you need to ask for help. Then you need to reach out to your friends, to your family, uh, go online, Google something up, how to prepare yourself for the future, financial future, uh, how to uh, make your immune system healthier. You know, address those fears and take action. Because if you're just going to sit and worry about it, you're just making yourself sick, literally. Right. So just take action, make a plan. And then when you already have a plan for the worst case scenario, you're good. It's kind of like, you know, we live in Houston. So they say hurricanes coming. We already know what that means, right? You go to the store, get some food, get some water, and then you hunker in. Nobody prepares for a pandemic, right? That's why it's so scary. But if you will think about it, okay, what's the worst case scenario? What is the my hurricane in my life? Then prepare, you know, get your food, get, get your yeah. crackers, get your cans, and there you go. So when you already prepared, it doesn't look that s- scary. It's the same like in Houston area. Oh, here, there's another hurricane coming. You know, we're already prepared. We already know. We're used we're to not it. That scary. We're used to it. So if you really look at it that way, the, the more safety you will give yourself, the more feeling of that you are in control, the less stressed you will be. Right. So... And, and like, you know, exactly what you touched at, a lot of people are scared about, oh, am I going to have a job? Am I going to have a house? And I mean, you, so that's a very good, you know, way. Write it down. What's the worst that can happen and prepare yourself. I, I love that tip. Is there is there anything else that you would tell people, you know, especially, especially nowadays, you know, husband, you know, the, the couples are at home. And I just saw yesterday the chief of police was saying there's more domestic violence going on now because they're all cooped up all in one places and what do you think about that and i mean what advice will you give couples uh about dealing with stress because because a lot of them are stressed and when we stress we fight or we argue or we bicker about little things that might not mean anything you know but you're right in front of each other so what would you what would you tell people well uh, first of all we need to remember that we're all doing the best at the given moment for what we have 
And I don't think that there is a person that thinks, oh, you know what, I'm going to go in now and shout at my wife because, well, you know what, it feels good. No, probably it's not because it's all coming from being fearful about themselves. And if when you're feeling uh, you're not in control, you will attack other people verbally or physically just to make yourself, yourself feel better. Um, first of all, for those um, who are at home and they are physically hurt, they should ask for help. There is no reason, pandemic or not pandemic, that they should be staying where they are and being hurt. That's just, just no way. They have to get themselves out of there. Mm-hmm. But overall, um, we need to have, you know, just um, tell ourselves we're doing the best we can at the moment, but also be more forgiving to yourself and others. First, we majority of people love to um, have their own rules, and this is, has to be my way or the highway. Well, you know, this is the time when you can need to ask yourself, is it really worth it for me today to have a fight for something that's probably not going to marry a week from now? And uh, I tell my clients how not to get in arguments or how to not get upset about something that happens in front of you. Ask yourself a question. Will this matter in five years? Majority thinks not gonna matter. It's like if your child is once cereal for dinner, um, will that matter in five years? No, not. So maybe you just just let it go and say, okay, it's okay if you have a cereal. But you know that made that child um, happy for the moment, and then it's less stress. You don't have to think what you're gonna do for dinner because they already made decision on themselves. And what comes from for living in the rela- relationships, first you need to realize that the other person is also very scared and they don't know what to do. And um, we just need to let that go. and Or even stop and say, I'm sorry you feel this way. We're all in this together. We're also um, afraid right now, but we'll get this through. But just getting in an argument, it will get us nowhere. You have to have forgiveness for others and for yourself. You have to be... You know, not that hard. I know also lots of people right now, they have very high standards and they're like, I have to perform my work. You know, my, my, my kids still need to do the activities. I need to exercise. I cannot go to the gym. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? You need to just relax a little and say, no, it's not a big deal. So anytime that you get in any argument, you need to wait. Is it really a big deal? Is it really a big deal? Of course, if somebody, somebody is hurting you, that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So you need to ask for help. But if it is a, a matter of, you know, one will go um, and what we eat something or, or something something very stupid. It just just let it go because it's not worth it. You know, all of this will pass and then we'll remember ourselves as wow. You know, we lived through this, but it's also important that uh, to realize that all of this in a way bringing us, us together because now we can see the people we love 24 7 is oh my gosh we have to see them now but you know in a way when you have your your kids you can see how they're growing you know the wow now you have that time because i remember you you know you used to maybe sit at work and think oh i wish i could go um my son playing soccer well now you have that time to actually see your your son so we need to look for silver lining on all of this situation you know and and there are people i i know that are single and they're at home and they're like oh i'm just so lonely and i'm like you know why don't you just spend all of this time what you used to spend going to work sitting in traffic learn a new foreign language or uh, maybe you need to write a book that always you were telling me about you know so you need to find what is the lining out of this? Because if we're just going to hop on a train of anger and fear, it's just going to take us you know, down the cliff. And it's just not going to be a time that we want to remember of, wow, that was really hard. 
we should remember this. We stood together by each other's side. We helped the community and we went through this. Yeah. If someone, that, that is true. The, find the silver lining. If someone say, I wish I can go somewhere and be by myself, now is the time. <laughs> exactly. You know, you want to read a book, you want to catch up on sleep. I mean, so yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So uh, let me ask you a question and I'm going to sh shift gears a little bit. When you wrote this book, I mean, what were you, I mean, and that's because you just said someone wants to write a book, they should write a book. What will your advice be if someone wants to write a book? When you wrote it, what did you think about it? Did you know what you were going to write about? I mean, how does, how did that take place? Well, um, first you need to know why you're writing the book and okay. who is this for, you know, what's your audience. And, and then also you need to just sit down and brainstorm all the things that you're going to put in there. If you wrote only two pages, that that's not a book, that's just an article. So if someone as an expert that has hours and hours to talk about, this means you can put that all in the book. So it really depends how much you have to say and what your audience is and just get to it. Get, just get to it, right? Yeah, there. you just have to do it because uh, you have to show up every day. You need to tell yourself, I'm going to do this every day uh, for no matter what, even if I have nothing to say and nothing to write, I'm just going to show up and do it. And this uh, takes commitment. But even if you do one step at a time with anything, not just writing a book, you'll achieve what you want. So, Lolita, uh, you know, you, you're at home uh, probably right now self-quarantining a lot with you and your husband. And so how's that going? Well, you know, we're sitting in separate rooms and working away, really. I am, uh, I am working right now on my online course that um, um, is, will be specifically targeted uh, to those who are right now quarantined. And um, I will talk about the basics of stress management. And again, it's going to be fully just tips and tricks how to manage stress. Then there, is, um, there will be a part about how to manage uh, your kids, how to manage stress when you're dealing with the kids, how to manage stress... Uh, while you're working at home and manage stress how to do with your coworkers and with other people that we right now all separated and how to deal with that. So I am very busy. I um, Then I have all videos already that I have to shoot and my um, goal is to finish this this week. So I had no weekend at all. I just was just writing and doing videos and I'm you're, busy. You're busy. So now let me, you know, you brought this, you know, stress from working from home. Most of the population right now is working from home, okay? And when you're working in an office, you know, you're just not, you know, you, you have people you can talk to, you have adult conversation you can have, you can, you know, go to the, you have water cooler talks, you can run to the, you know, break room back and forth, go to the restroom. When you're working at home, sometimes it can become lonely. And then you got your kids right there, you got your wife right there, you're on the Zoom call, or you have, you know, video conferencing going and your kids are coming right there. And this, you know, and even if you're, you know, have a room closed or something, but sometimes, you know, you cannot control sometimes the, the audio level of what your kids are doing. And it can get very stressful for some people. And, and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this are experiencing this or have experienced it. What, do you, what is your advice for, for them? First of all, we all need to remember we're all in this together. So just because you have a, um, a video call with someone, with a coworker, and your kid comes in and starts saying, you know, daddy, 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 pick me up. You know, don't get angry at that. You know, just pick up your son and give him a hug and say, okay, off you go. Remember that other person that you're actually talking with, they're going through the same thing. We need to be, again, more forgiving and we say, you know what, it's not a big deal if the kid comes in. Um, 
you have to take this with, uh, you know, well, it's okay. What happens, that happens. We get through this. But uh, also routine is very important. Uh, I noticed um, there, um, I know some um, company owners that uh, they, well, I have still clients and they telling me, uh, oh, I don't know, all my coworkers, my, my employees at, at work, but they at home and they're probably not working when these should be. And then I have the other, you know, the other side where they have employees and they, they're telling me, my gosh, you know, I just sit down at eight o'clock in the morning and I just was working, working and I realized it's already, it's dark. I need to go do make dinner because somehow there are people who think, oh, others not doing their job at work. But those who sit at work, it's very easy to just continue working because there is no another coworker that actually says, hey, bye, see you tomorrow. You know, I'm sure you have so much business going on. And there are many days that you sit at your desk at work and, you know, another coworker goes and say, bye, see you tomorrow. And that's a cue for you like, oh, it's five o'clock. I need to go home. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you, you shut down and you go home. Well, here, there is no another co-worker that reminds you that, you know, it's, it's time to go home or time to have lunch. Of course, if you have other people in your house and they say, hey, it's time for you to eat. I think the majority of people right now who are working from home, they're feeling guilty that they're at home. They're stressing out that, oh, I'm not going to perform well enough. And that's why they are upset whenever somebody else comes into a room and disrupts them because they're like, I'm trying to do here my job. So there is just kind of uh, putting aside... Um, just talking about the differences between men and women, how they manage stress. For the men, the job is the number one thing. For the women, the family is the number one thing. So right now what we have is um, a man who is at home and he needs to perform very well. That's the way it's very difficult for him to manage all the family needs and he has to make sure that his wife is happy and the kids are happy. And then he has to manage his work because this is too much for a man to manage. But you also need to understand that it's okay if somebody has emotion. It's okay. All you need to do is just give them a hug and tell them that everything will be okay. That's all it is. Women, when women is, are stressed, they need to hear that. They need to have a physical touch of just give them a hug, let them talk. Okay, women like talking, but it doesn't mean that the man needs to really answer or fix the issue. Men are very action-oriented. Uh, men like to um, approach all the problems with the action steps and solutions. Women like to just vent. So if the men just listen to the woman and say, uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, I see how you're feeling. I'm sorry you feel this way. And just give them a hug and say, honey, we will go through this. Don't worry about it. You're doing an awesome job. You're a wonderful mother and a wife. We'll get through this together. And that's all will be done. And all of the support that the women will need. But in return, the women need to understand for the men, it's very important to keep the job and be productive and perform well, especially when they don't see the boss, they don't see the coworkers, and they feel alone. And like, wow, I, I know I'm a only one soldier in the battle. So the women need to understand we need to give them time away and we need to leave them alone so they do what they need to do. And because the men thinks they take care of the family by working. So if we could understand the differences, how we manage stress and we'll give to each other what we need, it will be so less stress and we will, you know, no bickering about uh, simple things. But it's forgiveness, you know, we need to know that the other person doing the best. It's like, you know, they're trying their best, so may as well just, you know. Yeah, that's a great advice. I mean, especially, um, you know, how women should cope with men on this thing because right now a lot of men are sitting at home and working, but their wives want to have a honey-do list ready for them. You know, change this, do this, do this. Um, 
also, you know, it's 2020 and, you know, we have a different lifestyle. Everybody has a different lifestyle. We have social, you know, uh, we just don't go home, you know, work to home and stay at home. And, you know, and then back to work again. A lot of people like socialize, they go out, restaurants, bars, you know, uh, social clubs, golfing, uh, you know, doing a lot of stuff. And and we are now restricted. We can't do none of that. Can't go to a bar, have a drink. You can't go to a restaurant. You, you, you can't even sit at a restaurant. I mean, because all the restaurants are closed. And I mean, people are really feeling anxiety because of all that. I mean, they're feeling trapped, yes. you know, in their homes. And, and that causes fear at the same yes. time. What do you think about something like that? Well, you know, I heard some, some uh, parents said, oh, my God, this is the end of the world. And they said, this is not the end of the world because we have Internet now. Turn off Internet, that will be the end of the world. But and because we have technology, we can be connected with anyone from anywhere. So uh, what comes to, let's say, team building in any work environment, you know, we used to have meetings. Um, now we can have virtual meetings. You know, there's nothing wrong with just uh, uh, having a video call with your boss, with your coworkers, or having a virtual happy hour, or having a virtual meeting. And no matter what, you know, if there is uh, somebody coming and interrupting, that's okay because we're all at home and we're facing the same thing. Now, if um, someone, um, for example, uh, they work from home and they they don't really um, don't have anyone at home, somebody's single and they they have their own business and now they cannot go anywhere, I will recommend them to write a, a list of people. Just kind of look on your phone, on your social media, and first of all, take out and unfollow all of those people that are spreading the fear and being uh, not supportive because you really don't need those people in your life to begin with anyway. Uh, you need to reach out to those people who are uplifting. They support you. They listen to you. So you need to write a list and next to each person write, um, is that your friend for, for what? Are they good on listening to you and giving good advice? Uh, if you're a parent, write it down the list of um, other parents and say, okay, you know, this Mary next door is really good cook and I'm sure I can call her up and she can give me some recipe, what, uh, what lunch I can do for my kid today. Or you call your friend and say, you know, let, let's make a video conference um, every few days to check on each other. And it's when and the beauty about this that when you do a video and you see the other person, you, your brain immediately feels better because you feel like you actually saw them, right? So the more video um, conferencing you do, the better. But uh, of course, it can be that if you belong to multiple groups, um, everybody is going to do video calls and then <laughs> you're pretty much doing nothing except just sitting in meetings. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to prioritize and you need to say, okay, I'll have one video call per day and or two and, and, and that's it. Of course, you have to make sure that it's not, you know, like how much time do you have per day and how long you can talk about talk through that but it's very important to see the other people outside of your household and video calls facetime that's the way to go i mean there's plenty of um now uh, birthday parties that happening virtually happy hours and uh, book readers clubs that meeting and you know you just pour yourself a drink and sit in front of the camera and then you laugh with other people and you feel like you actually visited them gotcha so and but but you said even though you can virtually meet some of us like that touch you know like you said a hug and stuff and i mean you know 
I, I've seen it on Facebook and social media. Can't wait to hug my friends and family and stuff. What about those people? Uh, well, if you cannot get the suiting from somebody else, you have to give yourself a, 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 a rub, you know, a ru then you yeah. just have like to... Like the one you were talking about, exactly. like... Yeah. Yes, you just, you just, you know, you just brush your hands and you massage your, you know, your fingers and then, you know, you rub your neck and you take a bath and it's just it's just having a physical touch that's already enough because your brain doesn't know really who's touching you anyway so, so. to recap you, you you taught us a couple of exercises number one breathe in breathe out breathing is really important okay and then you said touch yourself okay and then the other one you said make a list of uh, with the affirmation start with i am and then also make a list of write a list of people you know and reach out to them who are li good listeners uplifting and delete the negative people out of here think right. so those are a couple of good exercises that uh, you know that that anybody should be able to practice this right now at that time now what about what do you think about people who are just constantly eating because they're they're afraid or they're they're, they're depressed because they can't go out or, or just drinking their life away what do you think about that uh, and there's a lot of people who are doing that right now yes and that's um you know my dad works at the at kroger's and and he sees how many people buy stuff and he says, we have plenty of food, but it's just disappearing so fast because all people do is just eat all day, yeah. you know? And uh, so eating, obviously it is that we're trying to compensate for something that we don't have, is the anxiety. But uh, to be honest, I cannot talk much about food because I'm not a um, health coach. There are plenty of advices online that people are experts that they can share tips and tricks, you know, what to do, how to keep yourself away from refrigerator. What about what about alcoholic drinks? Well, you know, there are people who say alcohol is good and there are people who say alcohol is very bad for you. So it's really, I cannot... I cannot tell you cannot, somebody you cannot, like you know yeah. don't you know because if, if I ask my mom, my mom thinks two glasses of wine every night. That's fine, yeah. you know. And and I have a coworker just you know that is like there's no way you're going to have one glass because that's really too much. So it really depends on the personal preference. But you really need to imagine yourself what will become of you in that month when you come out finally. It's yeah. like wh where do you want to be? And um, uh, I have a friend, she said her goal is to have a perfect figure by the time she comes back to work because this is the time when nobody sees her for a whole month, right? Well, so it's like, now right. I'm going to work out, I'm going to get on a diet, and I'm going to come out perfect figure, you know, this is what I've been doing. So Silver lining. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, if, if someone, you know, I, I think what's for me is visual is very important. And if you... Um, kind of hate yourself going to the refrigerator and keep on eating, first of all, don't buy the food that you don't want to eat. Why do e kids eat uh, junk food? Because the pantry is full of junk food. Exactly. It's like if you put it there, it's gonna be the, going to be there. I think that uh, we now not supposed to be going in the street should be a good thing because if you cannot really go to the store and get some things, then you're not going to have it in your pantry. So that's mean you're not going to eat it. But also um, put a picture of a great figure or somebody all you know, build a body and whatever that will inspire you and just glue it on the fridge door like so every time you're gonna go to the fridge you're gonna see that image and say ah you know i really want to be like that so i'm not gonna eat that cookie now you know and there are plenty of tips how to manage not eating online and it's just you know somebody just google that up and they can get lots Def of advices definitely so lolita i really appreciate you taking this time you know we all keeping social distancing and i mean this if if there was like something that you would say, okay, you know what, I wanna I wanna talk about that today and give a message to people, all this going on right now, what would be your message? 
you need to be kind to yourself and others. You'll be kind to yourself and others. Yes. And and tell me, elaborate on that for me. You have to remember that uh, we're doing the best that we can, as I mentioned before, and everybody else also going through the same thing. And more than that, if you feel um, anxious and stressed out, um, giving to others, it really gives you a good feeling. We all like when we receive gifts or some compliments and such. But when you give to others, then you feel so much better. So instead of, of stressing out and thinking how I'm going to get through this, think how you can um, help others in your community. Maybe you the one who needs to check on your single friends and call them up and say, hey, how are you doing? You know, Maybe you need to uh, call um, a friend you haven't talked in a while and say, hey, I know you're living in New York. How are you holding up up there? Just you know, reach out to others and give your attention to others. And then you will feel so much fuller and less stressed out because you know you're in control and you need. And you'll just kind of rise above the fear. And I think that's what we should be. Awesome. At the end of all my shows, I always ask people to share three things with me that they will share with the world and the future generation. If everything was gone, these are three things, three, uh, you know, tips, three, um, you know, something like advice. So you shared that one. Give me two more if you can, please. Um, the the advice after this pandemic is over? When general, yes. Or after this pandemic is over. Or let's just say if there was no pandemic. What would, like, a way to live or something like that? Oh, well, uh, you have to take care of yourself first before you take care of others. That was one big thing for me because I always thought that the more I sacrifice myself, the more things get better, but it's not. If you want to take care of those that you love, you need to take care of yourself first. That's awesome. Third one. And the third one, um, you need to have faith that you will get through this. Uh, No matter how bad things will get, you will get through this. You have to have faith in yourself that you can do it. Because if you're up to the point where you are right now, you know you can go on. I love that one. I love that one. Have faith in yourself that you will get through this. And do you mind elaborating on that a little bit? I think you could talk a little bit about that more because that's such a strong thing because we go through every stage of life. You always go through something and we think it's going to be over. You know, if your boyfriend is going to leave you or your girlfriend or your wife, you just think life is over, right? Your kid gets, you know, uh, gets into a little accident or you have to take your kid to a doctor or something. You know, you think like, oh my God, life is over. Sky is falling down. Your boss gets mad at you, get mad at you, think life is over. So, so that's so much, so strong in every aspect of life that you'll get through this. Tell me, what what are your feelings about that, if you don't mind elaborating that? So I think it's very natural for us to worry about things because uh, that just comes to our survival. You know, we always want to um, make sure we prepare for the worst. But uh, we, we need to talk to our brain because, believe it or not, not all our thoughts are true. We talk ourselves into all kinds of things that are not true. So first you need to remember that you have to talk to your brain and prove it wrong. So I will recommend making another list of really writing down all of your achievements in all your life up to today. Um, Getting driver license, getting through elementary school, anything, you know, anything that you uh, think that that's an achievement. And no, there is no, no small thing. 
because for you, some victory can look, oh, you know, it was easy. I just got into college because I had good grades. But there are people don't get into college. So you need to make a list of all of your victories, big and small. And then when you feel like you're not going to get through this, you need to read that list. You need to say, you know what? If I went through this and this and I achieved this and this and this, I can achieve more and I can get through this. And like I mentioned before, remember the times that were very hard for you and remember the times that you went through them. And you survived because if you're listening to this podcast, you did it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lolita. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for sharing your insight. And if someone wants to buy your book, Crush Stress While You Work, where is it available on Amazon? Where is it available? At? Yes, it's available on Amazon. Uh, Lolita, how can people find you? Uh, can they find you? Where are you at on social media? Um, my website is called Be Amazing You. B-E Amazing You, Y-O-U.com? Yes. Okay, so Be Amazing You.com. And you're on LinkedIn? Yes. And this is my name, Lolita Guarin on LinkedIn. L Lolita Guarin on LinkedIn. Are you on Instagram and Facebook? Uh, yes. Um, same name. Lolita, <laughs> Lolita Guarin, Guarin yes. on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. So if people people find, you know, if people are listening, this this will air. So, you know, when if people are listening and they want to find you and they want to ask you for some tips, they can always find you on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook at Lolita Guarin, L-O-L-I-T-A-G-U-A. R-I-N, your first and last name, or your website is beamazingyou.com. Lolita, thank you for coming in. This was such a great episode for a lot of my listeners. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Guys, thank you for listening to Make Shit Happen, episode number six. Our guest was Lolita Guarin. Lolita right now wants to share some of the online courses she has. She has one free online course, Learn to Say No with Confidence, which is on her website, BeAmazingYou.com. Go to BeAmazingYou.com, look at the online courses, and you can have Learn to Say No with Confidence absolutely free. Lolita also wants to offer make shit happen listeners a half off offer for stress management for busy professional it's an online course called stress management for busy professional which you can find on lolita's website beamazingyou.com promo code is half h-a-l-f-o-f-f we are sharing the link with you in show notes hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for listening to make shit happen